0: Welcome to Geopolitics in Conflict Breaking News. What's going on, Ross? The Pentagon has just issued a report claiming that China is now a nuclear threat. Where have we heard this story before? Deja I, vu is uh, for
1: real. I know. It's like another, it's no laughing matter. Is it another Iraq here? Yes, indeed. And uh, funny enough that I had a chance last night to read the report that's from oh. the Pentagon, which, by the way, guys, we will uh uh, we will provide you the link to that report so you can read it for yourself if you want to it's about 100 200 pages or so but what is interesting about this ross is the idea all of a sudden is the united states or the pentagon pulling another trick from its head (laughs) sort of we were trying to play taiwan
0: and now we are playing the nuclear card you know we when we when with when the build-up to the Iraq War what we kept hearing is all these atrocious stories yeah including weapons of mass destruction how many of those were discovered once once Iraq was conquered Zero. Zero. <laughs> indeed indeed well the idea
1: of now what we're noticing just we want you to know I know this one has been for about four or five days ago but like we always do we want to make sure of the information so the Pentagon is indeed hyping the this 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 rhetoric regarding oh my gosh china's nuclear stuff is going to be by 2030 they're thinking about china's reaching about 700 and by 2049 (laughs) china will have over a thousand nuclear
0: warheads even with that you know how many nuclear warheads we have actually i do Five thousand five hundred nuclear warheads and the systems to deliver them to any doorway on the planet yeah so it's five times folds of what the the chinese even if they go that route and that's so, 30 years from yeah
1: now. <laughs> yeah and, and and this is where we wanted to share this with you is the idea of you know the hypes like this it's what justifies now the more spending into the pentagon
0: 770 billion dollars
1: 770 yes 778 to be exact 778 billion dollars for 22 budget you know can you imagine where you take just 200 billion out of that and spend it on the crumbling infrastructure in america on the with energy prices the way it is
0: you know this is where this information is vital to you because what we're seeing is all this money going to national defense creating issues that and who benefits from that you we as the american people are not benefiting from 778 billion dollars going into national defense what are we missing out on yeah infrastructure you're right education education healthcare homelessness yeah and and so many other things oh and here's the core of this we don't see any uh, any players at the national level saying we're here to improve the quality of life of the American people? Yeah, they don't care about. It. Look, look no further than the the last time when we talked about the energy. Oh, you,
1: oh. Know, you know the energy, the 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 secretary of energy she's out of touch. You know, American families are struggling with the energy prices. It's going up very significantly. Yeah. And we are going about now you see it in the haps. And, and I read the, uh, the uh, statements from the Pentagon uh, spokesperson uh, John Kirby and stated, and I quote, He said, uh, and, and he, he said, and I quote here, so, we've been very clear about our concern over China's advancements in certain capabilities, a wide range of capabilities, capabilities that the Secretary noted himself, do very little to help decrease tensions in the region and beyond you know it's almost like saying what china as a sovereign state shouldn't develop anything shouldn't advance
0: its society shouldn't be doing well and who are we to decide who are we to dictate we are america didn't you know
1: yeah but at the same time with the limits you know it's kind of (laughs) because That becomes now this fear mongering. It's what the Pentagon wants to sell to the American people to justify now more spending, to increase tensions in the part of the world. Uh, As a matter of fact, Ross, just for you to know, I had a chance to take a look at the Senate bill, uh, S3131, in which the the bill uh, in writing. Indicating that uh, Taiwan has to increase its defense budget by about 2.5% for the next 10 years. Tells you what? That if
0: the U.S. will sell those weapons, Taiwan will have to make sure that is paying for that for the next 10 years. It also means the quality of life of the Taiwanese is going to decline by 2.5% every year. Yeah, exactly. So
1: this report from the DOD in my opinion russ it's just like other reports issues in the past which disregards the facts right this regards the facts on the ground and the facts are this you know despite whatever china does the united states will still be ahead when it comes down to nuclear warheads by five fold yeah five hundred percent more. Yeah than China ever will have. And their argument in the report, it stated that, uh, and I'm going to share it, uh, I'll share the quote here from the report, I think on page seven, if I am not mistaken. And we're going to have, once again, we're going to have a link for you guys. And it says right here, and I quote, this is from the report uh, from the Pentagon that was supposed to be submitted to Congress. This is about 2021, China's military advancement. And it says, and I quote, The PRC's national strategy to achieve the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation by 2049 is deeply integrated with its ambition to strengthen the PLA. In 2017, General Secretary Xi uh, Xi Jinping uh, laid out two PLA's modernization goals during his speech of the 19th Party Congress to basically complete PLA modernization by 2035 and to transform the PLA into a world-class
0: military by 2049. They're sovereign nation, right? Exactly. Aren't they allowed to do this if they want to? Exactly. And so. are they being inspired by adversaries? Yeah. I think the fear, Ross,
1: I think the fear is that the US is losing its hegemony, global hegemony, that is. And as I always said, I. I I said that in my writings, in my previous articles, in my books and all that. That is always this shift in geopolitical landscape. It's not to the favor of the United States. And the U.S. is having a hard time accepting this reality.
0: And at the same time, our government's doing almost nothing about it. Uh, From every source we're looking at, we have economic, we have political, we have all these sources saying America's in a decline. And this is really fearsome. And yet we have $778 billion going to national defense. I was recently looking at at an interview with Xi Jinping. Uh And he said, How about we sit down with the US and just talk about these things and resolve our issues? What a concept. Yeah, and that is the approach. You
1: know, you said to yourself, you know, like we always promote on our videos and in our
0: platform dialogue, peaceful coexistence let's talk it over yeah now are the chinese pussycats and are gonna, uh, are they hard negotiators they're hard negotiators that's, that's for sure well could the united states be hard negotiate well we think that that's the case yeah look at all the things that they negotiated with the former soviet union and in russia they were hard negotiations yeah but they worked same the, same thing the chinese did with the european union there you go oh, oh seven years in negotiation
1: yeah. yeah and so, they came out everyone was a winner Exactly. It's the the idea is that the United States is not willing to sit down, cross the table from the Chinese, and say straightforward, "Let's have a conversation." Basically, what the United States wants is to have China bow to the U.S., which will never happen. Not now. It won't. No, no, it won't, because we live in a different time. This is a different era. China is no
0: longer the China that was a century ago. You know, right, And China is moving ahead, whether we like it or not. In the context, remember, China is a contextual language and a contextual culture. The context is our century of humiliation is over. over. And you take a look at the stance of those people. Mm-hmm. And, th- and there's uh, Foreign Minister Wang saying, yeah, we'll stand our ground. And he does a really nice job of it. Yeah, and he's representative of a whole lot of the Chinese people that were watching interviews of today. Exactly. Well, this is the reason
1: why we wanted to share this with our viewers. As a matter of fact, if I may, Ross, I want to share one more thing from page 143 from the report uh, of the Pentagon, and it says, and I quote, the CCP seeks to create international conditions that are conducive to the PRC's continued development And compatible with its aspiration for the PRC's rejuvenation as a great modern socialist country. End of quote. Well, wait a minute. As you said, Russ, and this sovereign
0: state? Here's one of the effects for us. What we have is this report from the Pentagon saying, you need to be afraid. China is your enemy, and this is a long list of things you need to be afraid of. There's the pandemic. There's the economy. There's the gas prices. There are. There's the climate change. There is all the social upheaval. There's all the woke thinking that's going. I mean, on and on and on. The net effect of that is we're overwhelmed with all these things to be afraid of, and one of the things this leads to is simple fear. Exactly. And as I talk to people, they're all anxious. They're all scared. And I talk to a lot, a lot of people, and this is a universal phenomenon. And now they don't and they've lost confidence in the national news media. They've lost a whole lot of confidence in their government, especially with the current president. And they're saying, we don't know what to believe. We hear every side of everything. And what we see is food prices are going up, and the cost of fuel is going up. And our our life savings are diminishing. And a lot of middle class people are no longer middle class. You're right. They're moving to upper lower
1: class exactly and this is one of a key points. just to guys let you know in case you didn't see our video with the peter chef he addressed this point and he was right on the mark you know I, I i appreciate the guy because he is straight shooter yeah he's a straightforward and and when it comes down to this inflation issue and all that you know the government's not saying the truth you know i almost uh, i tweeted something about that and i said you know are we becoming another australia you know because the current government this is different than when for example kevin Rod was the prime minister of australia yeah. australia was doing great under his leadership so all of a sudden you know we're starting to see the united states government behaving the same way australia is behaving today
0: do you think our government's actually lying to us about oh, inflation oh no. no oh no you know wherever i go i talk to everybody i i don't know how i have that capability but people I'm somehow a listening, and people talk to me, mm-hmm. and they say things that just sometimes really shock me. So I was in a, I was in a grocery store, uh-huh. and I got to talking to this guy who was who delivered wholesale foods and put them on the shelf.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I said, this was in May, uh, and I said, you know, I keep hearing all this food prices going up. You know what he said that already in May? It was what is 8.4%. Wholesale food prices to retailers are up 8.4%. Now, does that sound to you like three percent inflation? 2%. <laughs> 2% <laughs> <laughs> that's what the government's line sell. Well, anyway, just to
1: get back to our point about this one here, the hypes of the Pentagon and all this stuff. Here is what's interesting. You know, you know what's interesting about all this, despite what you hear and all that, China still decided to take the high moral ground by saying what we'll be willing to sit down and resolve our differences and that comes In from the it, highest
0: level That's exactly Xi
1: exactly this is the idea of this this posturing, this aggressiveness and and this fear mongering uh it was the idea of you know what are we allocating more money to the defense uh, budget
0: instead of taking care of the issues we have here i mean poverty is going up how about we build a refinery or two or three yeah how about we open those pipelines from canada i mean those issues are so muddy that it's hard to get the true story on although we've done a deep dive into it and know most of the true story maybe we'll do a show on it we will yeah and
1: this is why we have our platform to provide you the truth because that's what we stand for you know we're not going to sugarcoat it no matter what the cost is we will always tell you the truth to the best of our knowledge and let you reach your own conclusions so so this is what we wanted to share with you we take of course this opportunity uh, to thank our viewers if you have not subscribed please please do so and also we want to thank our members you know for their continued support and check out our membership on geopoliticsinconflict.com so we offer a lot of programs there we do uh, live presentations we do live Q&A where we answer. All your questions, and also this is a platform where we can talk openly.
0: When did we do our last one? Was that Saturday?
1: Well, it was Saturday, indeed. What a
0: rousing conversation we had with our members! Wow,
1: especially with the UFOs and UAPs, the (laughs) unidentified aerial uh, phenomena. So, we're gonna be doing another one. I believe the next one is scheduled for the 19th. We're gonna have one, and guess what? The topic about that is China and Russia together so the rapprochement between the two and what does it mean to you because there is something you need to know so you can think and prepare ahead of time of what lies ahead that is the whole idea of what we do what we do so uh we take this opportunity also we wanted to thank one of our viewers by the name hey man if you happen to be watching this we want to thank you for that super sticker you, you you sent us last time because it was sent to the last minute where we were saying goodbye so we want to thank you for that so and uh as always guys you know stay informed till next time